0: Let's sell a brand, let's convince doctors, let's, let's sell a very high-value product where we can make a, a good profit and help out a lot, of, a lot of lives. And the fact that we've been doing this for a year and a half with those type of profitability numbers, it's just going to get us closer and closer to uh, cash flow neutrality. And you know, in the meantime, we are expanding our wings into all these countries, all the, at least, let's say all these six. We are in a dominant position in almost all of them. So... I think 2022 is going to be extremely exciting for all of us. Uh, Can't wait.
1: From the PodConnect studios, high in the Rockies at the beautiful Beaver Creek Resort, it's the Raising Cannabis Capital Show. Today on MJ Bulls, we are joined by Alvaro Torres, the CEO of Chiron Life Sciences. Alvaro, welcome to the show. Hi, Dan. Thank you for having me. it's my pleasure. And I'm really excited. Most of our guests, companies do business in the United States or North America, at least. So I'm excited to speak to you today because you do business in Latin America and Europe. And I know our listeners are going to be excited because Chiron Life Science is a publicly traded company with operations in Colombia, Peru, Germany, and UK. Yeah, I got to ask you, I I know from researching your, your company, Really, the foundation of your business is providing patient access to quality products. But within, with all these different markets, maybe you can explain how you achieve it in each different market.
0: Well, then I think i just summarize that we are obsessed with providing access. And that means that we have to be really good at regulation, really good at marketing, really good at understanding that doctor and that patient. And if you understand that every market is different, but you're obsessed with how do we get that patient a bottle as quickly, efficient, as safe as possible? That's why the business has been growing so so fast. Every business is different, every market has different challenges. But I think that obsession and that focus, that's what makes us grow everywhere. not just about selling cannabis, but say improving the quality of life of people. So that's that's a very short answer, something very complex, but the, the more obsessed we are with it, the easier it gets for us to understand how we can make it work.
1: Yeah, and I see that you're really obsessed with data too. And I know that that's sort of the driver in all your decision making. Maybe you can explain how your command of your data has created opportunities for your company.
0: Well, Dan, I'm an engineer, so it's very difficult to make decisions unless you understand exactly what's happening all across the company. Because cannabis is so new, you need to make tactical decisions all the time. How do we improve the retention? How do we improve the patients coming back to the clinics that we own? How do we make sure that we can provide all these data to all these doctors? And I think from the beginning, we said, let's set up a platform that allows us to make those decisions and so that we can really measure the, the metrics that make our business sustainable. So how many patients are we seeing every day? How many of them are turning to cavities? How many of them are returning? How many of them are coming back because of insurance? And that obsession with data is what allows us then to convince more doctors and more patients. So you look at, I think today we'll see more than 20 something thousand patients all across the world. And oh my the gosh. the point that we have on all these patients allows us to continue convincing more patients to come back. But those things we started three years ago. And only just today we start to see the results of being so focused on
1: it. Man. You mentioned insurance, and I just couldn't wait to ask you this, but I know you have operations in Colombia, and I noticed that Colombia is going to or has already started to include cannabis in their health insurance. How will that impact your business?
0: Oh, it's been tremendous. Colombia started last year because of the work that we've done and the data where we're showing the government of Colombia not only is this much safer than opiate, but it's much cheaper for you. And when you live in a third world country like ours, you certainly need to try to save money on healthcare. And we got the government to, co- to help us do that. And that means today that in Colombia alone, almost 65% of our sales come from insurance. And I wow. think for that, that brief perspective. When we thought about the company, I believe we believe cannabis is the most disruptive thing that can happen for pain management in Latin America and Europe. But we have to face a big enemy called opiates. And opiates are free. And unless we start making, you know, cannabis also free, We're never going to be able to combat this massive monster. And the fact that we've been spending years convincing the government, showing them the data, and we got now the government to mandate every insurance company to do this, I think that's just going to continue to grow our business. And if that's not exciting enough, think about when we take all this data, we take it to Mexico, Brazil, Peru, Chile, and we show them this is working for thousands of patients. You have to try to do the same. And of course, on the back of it, Kyron will continue to be leading that conversation. But that's sort of what we wanted to do three years ago. And, and it's happy that the government decided to do that. Uh, I think it's going to be an example for Latin America. So it is just Latin America, 670 million people. That's no? so quite a big region, a lot of patients.
1: Oh, my gosh. That is, well, you deserve a lot of credit for that because back to the data that we talked about, exercising that data to to support your position with the government and hopefully parlaying that into other Countries within South America and Latin America is, is only going to help out those patients. This really comes back to education. And I know mm-hmm. education is really important, not just to educate the government, but also you use it to educate your patients mm-hmm. and your staff. Can you maybe explain how you do that?
0: Well, first you need a lot of patience because education takes time. But once you start hitting the, the ground and people start to understand what you're providing in terms of evidence. Without evidence, there's no prescription. So imagine an ecosystem today where we have 400, 500 patients getting cannabis every day. Imagine those 500 data points, which are now becoming evidence. And imagine every single day you go after new doctors all around the world, in Germany, UK, whatever, and you show them all these data points. You start to show them how it works. The more patients we get in our clinics, the more patients we are, are getting cannabis, the faster it's, it's, we are to be able to convince you doctors. Which is why last year we grew more than 900% in sales in cannabis 2021, because it gets easier the more evidence you present. And we're just really getting started. Like to say, we're in the first inning of the first game of the World Series when it comes to this. So I think it's a very exciting opportunity. And internationally market cannabis is just really getting started. And there's not a thousand companies doing this now. Well, 2021 was a, another record year for
1: you. I know you just finished year end. Maybe you can share some highlights with us.
0: Well, I think three things. First, in Latin America, we grew almost, say, 900% in sales of medical cannabis. We maintained 85% gross profits on these cannabis sales. We started selling in Europe, in Germany, in March, and now Europe represents almost 30% of our sales with more than 90% gross profits. So overall, we're looking at 12 times the total revenue we had this year versus 2021 versus 2020. It's very exciting. And we still have Mexico and Brazil and really to really get into the UK faster. So it, it's very exciting because from the beginning, I, we didn't want to be a low cost producer. What we want to do is let's sell a brand, let's convince doctors, let's, let's sell a very high value product where we can make a, a good profit. and help out a lot, of, a lot of lives. And the fact that we've been doing this for a year and a half with those type of profitability numbers, it's just gonna get us closer and closer to uh, cash flow neutrality. And you know, in the meantime, we are expanding our wings into all these countries, all the, unless, let's say all these six, we are in a dominant position in almost all of them. So I think 2022 is gonna be extremely exciting for all of us, uh, can't wait.
1: Of the first game of the World Series. Yeah. And you talked a little bit about how your margins are growing, which to me represents that you've established a brand and people are recognizing this brand and willing to pay versus just a low-cost provider. Maybe just give us a feel for what we can expect in the later innings of this first game.
0: Well, I think for this year... Colombia and Germany are gonna be markets that are gonna be very important to our top line. just because we are growing so, so much. I think you will continue to expect that upper double digit growth for the next four quarters. After that, I think the UK market extremely exciting. We had an amazing December. We're having an amazing January in terms of how much is growing. And you don't have to uh, take me at my word. The Reddit posts people are putting on our products are amazing. We just opened our clinic in the UK in, in late November and the build that we have to bring more patients gets gets very excited about the UK. And of course after that it's Mexico and Brazil. And I think you know I'm laser focused with the entire team on getting UK, Mexico and Brazil to be markets where we enter. These are markets where we're gonna see this year entry of Chiron, but we're gonna be positioned for a fantastic two thousand twenty three. If we just keep doing what we're doing Colombia and Germany and, and Peru, you know, which is first move advantage, have a really good product, build a brand. how do we know we have a brand? In the end the brand is a connection with a consumer. But when we have more than fifty percent retention, but we see patients going out there and publicly talking about what we do for them, that's creating a brand and that's that's what's gonna get excited. I I think all this work that we're doing to get into countries like Mexico and Brazil, combined four hundred million people, phew, I think it's just gonna be massive. And the UK, it, it's just fantastic. The last two months, particularly since we of the clinic, the impact that's going to happen in our business. So it's, it's very exciting times. And I think for the, on the meantime, what we just need to keep doing, we just keep sticking to our guns, sticking to our culture, having an amazing team and keep putting the patient first, which is in the end, that's really what's going to matter. If you don't take care of the front store, you know, the back end of the store will we, we'll not take care of itself. So it's all about patience. And that's why we're going to be maintaining that focus this year.
1: Oh, my gosh. Well, as I mentioned earlier, Kion Life Sciences is a publicly traded company, and we have all their stock information in the show notes, along with links for investors. If you want to learn more about their company, or if you're interested in international opportunities, you definitely should check out Kion Life Sciences. Alvaro, this was great. I really appreciate you being on the show today. Thanks for doing this.
0: Thank you, Dan. Appreciate it. Thank you for all those great questions. Have a great day.
1: Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hey there, this is Cheryl Murray Powell Esquire, and I'm the host of the Terps in the City podcast. I am a cannabis agricultural dietary supplement and trade attorney. I'm also a hemp farmer, and I've been recently named to the list of High Times Magazine's Top 100 Influencers in Cannabis. I'm inviting you to follow me along my journey as I move back to New York to support the adult use market there. You're going to get a chance to listen to conversations with some of my friends along the way. I look forward to seeing you at Terps in the City.